Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Valentine's Day show, Kiss and Tell, Real True Stories. May the narrative be with you. Uh, the first time I fell in love, I was six years old. Now, before you roll your eyes and think to yourself, you were in love, you were six years old, you didn't know shit. Just listen to my story. And keep in mind that love is a relative thing that is different for different people. And also, screw you, I was there, I was in love. <laughs> the first time I fell in love, I was six years old. I was in the first grade, and her name was Katie Cousins. I met Katie Cousins at our school's Jump Rope for Heart event. I was jump roping, and I hit her with my jump rope, accidentally. And when our eyes met, it was love at first sight. Now. The toughest thing about uh, falling in love when you're six years old and Catholic is that I had to go home and tell my mom, Mom, I've met the girl I'm going to marry, so I can no longer be the Pope like you had hoped. <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I had done that day. I had picked Katie Cousins to be my wife. When I was very young, uh, my real father had left my mother. So even at six years old, I knew it was going to be different for me. I knew that when I picked somebody, it was going to be forever. Forever was going to be forever. I was never going to leave, and I was never going to change my mind. And on that day, Katie Cousins was the person I picked. I would eventually learn that her name was Katie Cousins, and that she was in the second grade. She was an older woman. I've always had a thing for older women. And also, her younger brother was one of my best friends, so very convenient. Um, how I felt about Katie was the worst kept secret in our tiny uh, Catholic school community. Everybody knew that Warren liked Katie. I used to write her notes telling her how much I liked her. And uh, even though I couldn't tell her because I was so shy and awkward, um, I used to give her little gifts on her birthday and at Christmas and on Valentine's Day, of course. Um, and I thought that Everything I did that was good, or every achievement I, I made was going to make her like me more. So I tried to do as much stuff as I could. And I was totally devoted to Katie Cousins. Other girls liked me, but I wouldn't have it. I only had eyes for Katie Cousins. I was very loyal. And this went on for six years. <laughs> now, as devoted and loyal as you can be to somebody, I was a 12-year-old boy. And 12-year-old boys have needs. <laughs> Up to this point, the apex of our physical relationship had been one time we held hands during double skate at our local roller skating rink. Yeah. So I was ready to take the relationship up a notch. And I thought, I'm going to ask Katie Cousins out on my first date. And it just so happened that Back to the Future 2 had just come out. Now, I've been waiting four years for this movie to come out. Ever since I saw the original movie, and it ended with that big, to be continued. Everybody I knew was waiting to see where Martin McFly would go. And uh, here it was. And it, it was so lucky that it was showing at our little town theater. So I, I planned on us going to this movie the Friday night before our Christmas break started. You know that Friday night, that's the first day of freedom, you know, you got two weeks ahead of you, it's just gonna be fun and Christmas, and you're gonna have a good time. So I thought, perfect night. I already had Katie's gift wrapped, and I was going to give it to her at the movie. Now, I had my mom uh, drop me off early because this was before I knew if you wanted to be cool, you came late. 
So I showed up like 10 minutes early and I waited in the lobby and uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes passed and Katie Cousins wasn't there. Now I'm one of those people who likes to go in and see the previews. I like the ads before the movie. And that 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I was missing the previews. But this is okay because this date was bigger than previews. This is the night where maybe I was going to get some hand-holding. Hopefully I was going to get to use my yawn oh, arm cuddle that I'd seen in the TV shows. Very cheesy. And I didn't want to jinx it, but maybe I was going to get that first kiss. Well, that 30 minutes went 40 and 50, and pretty soon I realized that Katie Cousins wasn't going to come. And I sat out in the lobby for the whole movie. And when it ended and the doors opened and the audience came out, everyone had smiles on their face. They had waited four years for that movie, and that night they got theirs. I did not get mine. I didn't even get to see the movie. But I thought something must have happened, an emergency. This is before cell phones, so I figured they probably called my house, and when my mom came to pick me up, she was going to tell me what happened to Katie Cousins. Probably some tragic story. When my mom came, she asked me how it went, and it was very clear that there was no call to my house. So I said it went fine. I didn't tell her that Katie didn't come. I didn't tell anybody that Katie didn't come. So the next two weeks of Christmas break, I had a broken heart. That night, I learned one of uh, love's harshest lessons. Sometimes you're more into somebody than they are into you. I had probably been more into Katie Cousins for six years than she had been into me. At the end of the school year, she graduated, she went to public school, and I was left there. Um, I had my first kiss with someone else, and I had my first everything else with other people, too. <laughs> Five years later, I was driving around in her neighborhood, and I thought I'd stop by to see my friend, her younger brother. I came, and uh, Katie was there by herself. I said, I'll wait for my friend. So I came in, and we started talking, and I realized now that that was the first time I'd ever really talked to Katie Cousins. We, we talked, and uh, I don't know why, but I, I brought up that night, and I said, Katie, why didn't you come to see Back to the Future 2? You really broke my heart. And she looked at me, and she said, what are you talking about? And I knew instantly she genuinely had no idea what I was talking about. And I realized it's very possible I didn't ask her to this date. <laughs> could have simply said, yeah, this movie's playing at the theater and I'm going to be there and I'll see you later. <laughs> but that didn't change the fact that for five years I had wondered why I got stood up on my very first date. And she must have seen something in my eyes because she said, come up to my bedroom, I want to show you something. So I followed her up to the bedroom. She went into her closet and she pulled down a box. She opened it up. And in that box was every note I had written her and every little gift I'd given her all those years. And she said, Warren, you treated me better than any boy has treated me my whole life. And I realized maybe she was into me, but she, she was just as awkward and shy about expressing it to me as I was to her. So that made me feel a little bit better. Well, I'm married now. And I uh, have two young boys, and my oldest boy is going to be six this year. 
And I see him running around playing with his classmates. He's very different than I am. He's not shy at all. And he is not looking for a Katie Cousins. He's just having fun. But I wonder if he came to me tomorrow and said, Dad, I'm in love. I think would I roll my eyes and say, dude, you're six years old. You don't know what love is. Or would I say to him, son, it's okay. I didn't really want you to be the Pope anyway. 